It is time for the Friday edition, the weekend edition of the Flag on the Play podcast. Lots of stuff to talk about today. Right off the top, we got a lengthy NFL update. Shift our gears over to the NBA playoffs. Lots to say there. Some NBA tidbits to get to as well. Coaches in, coaches out, rumor mill starting up. Genius of the week, bozo of the week, no conclusive evidence, all that good usual stuff on a Friday. Going to want to make sure to check out the TikTok at the Flag Podcast. Plenty of good stuff over there. Daily posts. Not going to want to miss that. We'll talk to you guys again on Monday. Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Every one of the officials threw their, their flag and look at Pete Merrill. He's got a smile on his face. Rock and Robin. Low Rock and Robin, really gonna rock up tonight. Every little swallow, every chicken. It's Friday, June 25th. It's the Flag on the Play podcast. I'm your host, Phil. Joining me as always. It's Alex. How's it going? It's going great. Just coming off some big uh, sports here. Good on Montreal for uh, getting there to the Stanley Cup Finals. My dream is dead for Vegas, but that's okay. That's okay. Your other prediction is still alive. My other prediction is still alive, so looking good. But yeah, great shirt. Rufus Dussault. Rufus Dussault. If you guys haven't listened to them, they're a really nice uh, EDM band, pretty much. They're nothing hardcore, no dubstep, very chill music, melodies and all that. So... Give it a listen. Phil likes it. I agree. It's it's approved. By I gotta pod. check it out. I gotta check it out. Yeah. There we go. That voice you're hearing, that's Owen. He's wearing a disgusting Kawhi Leonard Raptors Finals MVP oh, shirt. Beautiful shirt. I want to burn that. It's art. <laughs> Phil, don't forget, you're the one who sold it to me. I Let did. the record state. I did, but it was $3. There's fire re- deal. There's a reason it was $3. <laughs> Phil gave me a fire deal because he yeah. really wanted me to have the shirt. So Mickey Mouse. Shout ring. out to Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Off the top, NFL update. You know what we got to do. Fellas, biggest news in the NFL this week, that's Carl Nassib. We obviously like to keep things a little lighter, but he comes out as gay. Saw a lot of people saying, oh, this isn't a big deal, this and that. I do think it's a big deal. It's a real active player, prominent NFL player. What is he on? Three-year, $30 million deal coming out. Big role model for some kids out there. Saw a great video that he made. Seems like a really nice guy, wonderful guy. I think I go for everybody here. I say we wish him the best this NFL season. Looking forward to seeing him take the field. So congratulations to him. He also gave 100K to the Trevor Project, yeah, which is uh, like suicide prevention for LGBTQ. Great on him, and uh, representation matters, and it's good to see a role model like that in the NFL. It's not easy, man. I don't think it's easy to come out like that, especially like NFL culture and stuff, but good on him. Yeah, congratulations. So some lighter stuff. The NFL approved alternate color helmets as an option for the 2022 season. Owen has pure jubilation on his face as I say that. So it's not coming this year, but next year. There's a couple teams that I want to say, these are my opinions, should definitely change their helmets and their, jer- and their jerseys. And if their jerseys. You, yeah, yeah. you just tell me if you agree. Okay. Eagles, I want the, that Kelly green. Yes. The lighter yep. green. Yep. With Absolutely, the, yep. yes. Yep. Absolute 10 out of 10 jerseys yep. those are. Need to go back to the Buccaneers. The yes. creamsicle? Yep. yep. Yes. That's yep. that's a no-brainer. of 100% approval rating. On Absolutely. If Brady, if Brady creamsicle jersey, I would buy 20. <laughs> 30 yeah 30 might as well uh, dh gate is running out of jerseys they, if, they're gonna yeah, be yeah running out of material i'm gonna have to buy a full helmet I'll drop 300 bones yeah or yeah. 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 yeah 
Patriots, Pat the Patriot. That's that's my yeah, number one. That's huge. Yeah, that's that, huge. That's yeah. so much better than what they're wearing right now. Are you talking yeah. about like a white one? The white helmet, Ooh. red shirts, white pants. Wow. Ten out of ten. Yeah. I'm oh, a I'm a uniform so guy. Good. You yeah. Know? So good. And lastly, this is this might be a controversial one. Uh, the Broncos, the D oh. with the with the horse coming oh, that's out of not the D, yeah. at the Elway Classic. Yeah. Yeah. That was gonna be mine if you didn't mention it. That is an unbelievable jersey. I, I think they should go back. Actually, I'm not a huge fan of their current jerseys. Um, they should definitely go back to those ones. Yeah, the one I was thinking is you know the Bengals alternate whites. Those are those were you fire. Get, but you know how they, they always had the orange helmets. Like like why you have the orange? I know the white. The white Keep the white with the. Dude, the white bucket would be crazy. That's going to be disgusting. It's going to be so nice. Jacksonville's actually a step ahead. They decided to go to retro before the NFL allowed it. It's true. It's It's actually true. They need to bring back the melted Rolo helmet, though. (laughs) That thing was fire. (laughs) Yeah. So we all saw Tom Brady. He was on the shop with. uh, Yes, sir. Let me read the shop people he was on with. Draymond Green. What do you think they talk about? Holy that is a match. Kid Cuddy. Maverick Carter. I mean, he just kind of, you know, he just yeah. goes with the room. I don't know who Paul Rivera is, so I'm not familiar, but Chelsea Handler. I mean, what, what, a, what a group of people oh that my is. God. All-star, that's a who's who. All-star yeah. lineup right All-star there. All-star lineup. I will be missing this episode. <laughs> uh, but he said, if you missed it, one of these teams, they weren't interested at the very end, and I was thinking, you're sticking with that mf So I'm saying... I was hearing some. There was some debate out there. Who he was talking about? Who's he dissing? I think it's pretty obvious, boys. It's it's Jimmy G. See, I don't know. I think we're gonna. I mean, obviously, we're gonna. We're not gonna know until the episode comes out. But I was thinking, I was thinking maybe like the Bears, Trubisky, like a Trubisky type situation. Because obviously they had the defense. They had like some young, like receiving talent, but. I mean, Trubisky just sucks. Like, he was terrible. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like, I'm on the Trubisky wagon now, but he sucked. You know, that he's on the Bills, you're on the wagon. <laughs> yeah. So they said maybe the Chargers, because he wanted to go to the Chargers. But they like they, they had the high pick, you know. It couldn't right. have been them. The Colts, they said maybe the Colts. That could make some sense. Rivers, you know. I don't yeah. know, though. Him going like Patriots to the Colts, that's that's That, that's that, that is true. Raiders. Definitely Derek Carr. Yeah. He's, was, but Derek Carr's a bad MFer, so yeah. I don't know, like, I'd probably still stick with Carr. I wouldn't want to have Brady or anything. And also, on my it's team. like Brady's a selfless guy. Like he knows if he goes to Oakland, like Derek Carr is just gonna quit football, and he doesn't. No, like nobody wants that. Yeah, yeah. We, he wants, we yeah, want to see want anyone. a young man succeed. Come yeah. on, the NFL is better with Derek Carr in it. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. So I've got another topic for you here. An NFL owner, he was involved in a fender bender car accident today. Bet you boys didn't see this. Nope. Slipped right under the radar. Nope, we did so not. I'm not gonna name him. I just want you to guess who it is because it's going to come pretty apparent who it is okay. at the end. Hold on. Can we guess before you... Just let me know okay. what you think you know okay, who okay, it okay. is. Okay. He said, it's no big deal. I was going three miles an hour in one of those roundabout things. That's clue one. Okay. <laughs> roundabout. <laughs> he was leaving TJ Maxx when the incident <laughs> oh, occurred. Okay. Do any of you know who it is yet? Uh, I'm going to go with like Jim Ursay. Okay, hold on. Hold on. He was able to drive away after the incident, so it wasn't a big deal. And this is your dead giveaway right here. <laughs> he was driving a Mini Cooper. Wow. I was going to, when I heard roundabout thing, I was thinking instantly my mind went to like Jerry Jones, like somebody super old, but I was like, he's not going to TJ Maxx. Like there's not a chance that guy's no, a, no. you could be caught dead at TJ Maxx. I'll give it to you. 
I'll give it to you. It was Mark Davis. Come on. He's driving a Mini Cooper. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Mark Davis. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. yeah. It slid yeah. under the radar. You guys should watch the video of it. Somebody actually recorded <laughs> no it, and he's deal. he's wearing these boot-cut jeans. It's just it's, <laughs> oh, it's a 10 man. out of 10 yeah, video. Yeah, you're right. You're right, yeah. So I don't know if you boys also saw this, but there's something called Tight End University. Yeah, I'm sure there is. I, yeah. Yeah. So it was created by uh, George, George Kittle. Kittle yeah. And, sure, yeah. and uh, Travis Kelsey and yeah. Greg Olson. It's kind of like the hype house for like TikTok. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. tight ends. So they rented out an entire hotel in Nashville, downtown Nashville. A little extra. Okay. Invited 50 tight ends. Tebow, not on the invite list. You know why? Wow. Not enough experience as a tight end. Wow. That's that, got to hurt. That definitely has to hurt. It's kind of unfair, man. But I actually found a list of the tight ends who were okay. at the event. Okay, yeah, So yeah. I've come up with a game. You guys, do you think you're big NFL fans, right? Oh, yeah. Huge. So you been would, the biggest. So you would know the names. Yeah. So I got some names here. They're the guys who went to the event in Nashville, and the others are the stars of the Perth Wildcats of the National Basketball <laughs> League team based out of New Zealand. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. So you just, I'm going to read you a name. You just tell me if he's a tight end at the camp or, or if he's a Perth Wildcat <laughs> okay. of the NBL. Okay, oh, okay. Daniel Helm. That's a wildcat. That's a wildcat. Free agent tight end. Fuck. Invited to the camp. Damn. Okay. Tom Jervis. That's, That's a, wildcat. a wildcat. Yeah, he's a center for the Wildcats. Okay, there you go. He won uh, Rookie of the Year in 2014. He averaged a whopping 5-5 five and five to, win, nice. to win Rookie of the Year. There you go. That's Those are some nice stats. Luke Travers. That's a tight end. Travers. I'm going to go with a free agent tight end too. Or maybe like a backup. He's a guard for the Wildcats. Oh, wow. So he's born in 2001, and he just signed a long-term contract. Oh, my God. John Mooney. Mooney, dude. That's a football name. That's a tight end. Uh, That's a Wildcat. Yeah, he's a forward for the Wildcats. (laughs) He averaged a dominant 18 and 12 this year. Wow. Sheesh. So he was going in. Last one I'll give you, Dominique Daphne. That's a Wildcat. Uh, I'm going tight end. Yeah, tight end for the Packers. <laughs> there we go. Over five. So that was you did <laughs> go over five. Over That's five. Okay, that was a Ben okay. Simmons right there. Yeah. <laughs> so that you know that'll definitely make a return next year at tight end university yeah. okay. part two. Yeah. So wildcat or tight end? What yeah. a game that was. That is just the most George Kittle thing ever. Just oh. George Kittle. I think his whole personality is being a tight end. Like if he ever got like moved to another position, I think he would just quit football. Like oh. that's his thing. I don't tight know. Tight ends all thing. have like, like the same personality like pretty like 80 percent of it is all the same personality i i think so yeah Yeah. just obnoxiously loud loud hitting things smashing things like we get it yeah Yeah, it's okay yeah relax like a george kittle titan national tight end day mic'd up is like an hour and a half long of him just screaming it's national tight end day it's national tight end day i I will be honest i don't even think about (laughs) watching that and you guys (laughs) don't Tim Tebow's calling like mayor, like saying like, how the hell, like, did I not get in? Like, can you get me in? Like, do you know people? Like, yeah, like, come on. Like, he's just waiting outside the right hotel. Now. Oh, yeah. 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 And if he ever, ever, like, makes the team, catches a touchdown, catches a freaking pass, and he gets interviewed, they're going to be like, hey, you know, like, you made your road to become a tight end, this, that. He's definitely bringing up that he never got invited to the tight end university. Absolutely. As his motivation. So, Shout better out to maniac. Again, he's one of our spokespersons, so yeah. we got to get Timmy yeah. here. Yeah. Lastly, we posted a video to TikTok. If you haven't seen it, at the Flag Podcast, uh, Jameis Winston. What a workout this guy was doing. <laughs> Absolutely unbelievable. I've never seen this drill in my life, nope. but he was just fumbling his way through this thing. His yeah. feet were all over the place. Yeah. He was hitting cones left and right. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, again, at the Flag Podcast on TikTok, you're going to want to go check that out. 
just prime for another big season. We love yeah. Jameis. We're very pro Jameis. So yeah. shout well, out to Jameis. Like, I mean, if you're a breeze and you're getting up in the morning and you're going to practice and stuff and you just walk in and you see that happening, I, I, like you obviously have to retire. Like it's that's just a, a competitive like yeah. disadvantage. You can't compete with that. No, that's a great slant. It's like he's just getting beat beat around by these like whatever they are, like pads. They were just giant yeah. bags. Giant bags. Drew Brees comes in. He's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I'm out of here. I got to hang him up. Yeah. Boy, yeah. I can't compete with this. Yeah, yeah. we all know. Like, you got You got to make sure you're taking your. You, you're prepared to take some hits before you throw thirty interceptions. So. Also, great sounds coming from Jameis. Just a lot of good grunts. Ooh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, he, like, he's ready. Like, I think he could yeah. step in right now and play. Do you yeah. think like Taysom Hill just gets it and just tucks it and runs through the the pads? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he drops back for like three steps and then he just books it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just going for the whoa, whoa, drill, yeah. drill. Yeah. <laughs> tweet, tweet the whistle. Yeah. <laughs> running back, running back. Yeah. There's the NFL update in the books. Fellas, we just watched game three of the Clippers Suns. We're of course deep into round three now. The series have all begun. A little weird. Three games are down in one, one's down in the other. I don't like this NBA. Again, we talked about this last Sunday, but yeah. come on now. We've seen a couple of these games now. Any way you boys want to take this one? Biggest surprises so far through these couple first games here. I think I think we're I'm surprised mostly just by how incompetent the Bucks have been. Especially on the defensive end. It's been abs- it's been tough to watch. I like I'm going to talk a bit more about this um later, but so this game, I think they committed to like a drop coverage. So for the audience at home, what that means is when the Hawks set ball screens, the Bucks defend it by dropping the big down into like almost a restricted area, super low. And I would imagine the mo- the main reason they decided to do this was to kind of defend against like the lobs to Capella and kind of just protect the rim and stay home. But it, I mean, Trey Young was just torching them. It was like it was so brutal to watch because there was that clip that kind of went viral of him. It wasn't even like on a proper ball screen. He just went one way and just shook Drew Holiday. Sent him like three meters the other yeah. way. And Drew Holiday just looked over his shoulder. And then Trey Young shimmied on him and just splashed the three. Meanwhile, Bobby Portis is like under the hoop. It Look was, at Coach Owen here going yeah. in depth. Holy. X's and O's. So, I mean, it was just like, bud, man. You have halftime for a reason, dude. Like, you're, you gave up 30 points through three quarters. Like, maybe change your defense. Like, maybe just try to something different. No, I agree with Owen. Bud is just like allergic to making any kind yeah. of adjustments or making any adjustments that make sense. He always does the opposite thing. Like, like go and said, I don't get where your how your game plan is. We need to stop Capella. That's how we win the game, and we'll let Trey Young do his thing. He I doesn't do, do that. He doesn't do in game. It's always game to game. Yo, like, yeah, yeah. There's never been a time where they're like, oh, the Bucks fixed this. It's like always the next game that exactly. they fix it. Exactly. It's a horrible disadvantage to be at. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. can't. You know, takes you two tries to see something. <laughs> but you know, I, I I still think the Bucks are going to win this series because I like their matchups defensively against Atlanta a lot. Like Holiday, he needs to be better than he was in Game One, but he's still very capable of holding down Trey Young. They don't really mm. even have to use Tucker this series. There's nobody he really needs to be thrown at. But like, it's kind of a luxury to have him out there as an extra defender. I yeah. still think they match up pretty well. Like Giannis was able to get his. Just need to be able to get more stops. The Bucks do have trouble scoring, though. That's that's going to be. You're right. Defensively, Holiday could have done better. I thought offensively, though, Holiday was was pretty good. Like he yeah, was hitting yeah. like huge shots. I was like, you know, if, if they win this game, it's probably because Holiday was just going off. Um, in terms of my biggest surprise so far, 
it's been Trey Young because yeah. you know I thought you know New York okay that Randall wasn't great New York's New York then they get past Philly I'm like damn now he's getting for real and like he steals game one again um, this guy's legit and he's the type of guy where he might not have the fir- the best three quarters shooting wise but in the fourth you really know he'll bring it like it, he's a guy that'll hit the shots when it really matters his floater is insane it's like probably quickly level now he's probably overpassed quickly for the best floater like it's automatic mm-hmm. and like owen said the, however they defend it, it, it i don't know you, you can't defend it because either he'll get an open three or he'll cut in and he'll get a floater or he'll get a lob to capella or collins um i've also been really like surprised with collins how well he's playing he's he's really yeah, really he's good. got he's a great mid-range a big contract, he hit that too. big three um towards the end there too so and just quick stat for some of our fans who didn't know Atlanta's like, I think the first team in NBA history to win all three game ones away. So they beat New York away. They beat Philly away and they beat Milwaukee away. So what a run. Wow. What a team. And like you said about Trey there, he always makes the big shots to end the game. Exactly what he did against Philadelphia. He was terrible in game seven for the most of the way. Mm -hmm. Then last five minutes, he just knows he's got the sense of the moment. Okay. Time to get my best shots. I'm not playing around anymore. Like let's, get my floater in, yeah. let's go to the rim, let's make the contact, make him respect the jumper. Yeah. What a run he's had. Yeah. Holy oh, cow. Yeah. Giannis it's, still isn't allowed to play in the post, but we're not sure why. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, game to game, like we said. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Next game, he'll be in the post, like, the entire game. He'll just never leave the post. Yeah. yeah. That's like, we got we to gotta look at that. Yeah. Giannis yeah. starts, like, quadruple teaming him. <laughs> and Bud's just like, yeah. Stay in the post. Yeah, stay, stay the down post. there. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't want to phase his players, because if he, he knows that if he makes an adjustment mid-game, it can phase his own guys. Yeah. So Bud's actually just trying to make sure that he doesn't overphase his guys. So if he, if he, made the game plan before the game we're sticking to it yeah 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 bud's thinking like he's thinking probably three or four steps ahead like he knows exactly what's going on he's just he's just baby he's just baby kind of feeding them like you know you look up composure it's a picture of mike yeah yeah it's a picture of that just multicolored beard yeah Yeah. his hair all over the place he's got those big eyes yeah yeah. Yeah, he's like doesn't know what's going on but he does know what's going on he does acting like someone just keyed his car every time yeah yeah Yeah. that's exactly right i think i'm still sticking with the bucks like i said but are you have you guys changed your opinions off game one um i have not i'm i'm sticking i think i said hawks and seven to be to you did begin you did. the series and so i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with that I, I like the hawks like you were saying phil i think trey young has been super impressive like he has absolutely no fear and i think he is the uh, the closer that this team needs so did you guys see that sweet behind the back pass he gave to herder very like nice. he's just unbelievable like i think he's really in that he's getting to that superstar category because if he leads yeah. this team to the finals i mean wow um i know my prediction before was buck Suns, but uh I want it. Well, give me Atlanta. Give me Atlanta in in six. Wow. I uh, I just I said before this series I had a hard time trusting the Bucks against the Nets. They once again game one they didn't show it to me. I can't trust the Bucks. And like I said, McMillan isn't gonna like he's a legit coach. He's gonna jump on Budenholzer's mistakes. And uh, I think the Hawks are legit. I think they're great. Yeah. That was quite a performance. If we gear over to the other series. Fellas, I am all aboard Clipper Nation. I'm wearing the hat today. L.A. Clippers basketball. What a performance today by the boys Bev, Reggie Jackson. I'm so far on the Clipper bandwagon right now. I don't even know why I like them. No, yeah. That's... I even talked myself into liking their jerseys today. That's the best part. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna change my pick. I think I picked this. No, I might have picked the Clippers originally. I don't know. I'm just doubling down. Yeah. Give me the Clippers. Good win today. Uh, they could have had game two. That was 
one of the best games of the playoffs for sure if it didn't take, you know, 45 minutes to play the last three minutes of the game. But pretty impressive win today to bounce back and take it pretty handily. No, yeah, like they're still getting performances from Jackson. Bev was big today too. Man, man's been okay. So it's proven that they're not a fluke. PG is... Um, taking it to a new level. He's taking it to a new level where he might be playoff P. Yeah, like, have might. you guys heard of that name? We should start calling him Playoff P. Yeah, because he's trademark that trademark flag on the that. play. We should, yeah, that's yeah. really. You should start using Playoff P. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's how to change the perception of you. Yeah, you know exactly. Everybody's clowning you, Pandemic P. Just Playoff P. Yeah, but no, I've, seriously, like he he's getting his buckets. Doesn't really look like anyone can stop him. Wow, man, Lou is Tyron Lou is an unreal coach. He talk about in-game adjustments. Yeah, if we want to talk about in-game adjustments, he is textbook at in-game adjustments. Like. Like we said, he'll look down at the bench. He'll see who wants it, who's ready to play, who's not afraid um, of the moment. And his matchups are great. If he needs to sit Morris the whole game, he will. If he needs to play Kennard, he will. He'll, he's not afraid to give guys more minutes, less minutes. He's great. Yeah, I think he kind of uses those first two games as like feeling out, okay, yeah. who's working the nice matchups here, who's doing it here. And then his rotations are just sparkling by the end of the series. Yeah. I, I, I'm really, really impressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely somebody who, who has a really good feel for the game. I mean, you look at even, you know, last series to this series, Zubak played, I think, like eight minutes in game six against the Jazz, and he played about 32 minutes in both of these two games because – Lou understands that I mean on a on a guy like Gobert you're able to the the best way to play him is to kind of play him small because he's so limited offensively spread him out and yeah and even defensively he's not a super switchable guy but he obviously recognizes Aiton's this is Aiton's an athletic freak he's like seven feet tall he jumps like 40 inches he's shooting 75 percent from yeah, the floor. he's unbelievable I think he shot like 70 percent today too is so he realizes that you know you got to play some you got to put somebody who can actually match up size-wise with him. So that's what he does. It's just, it's crazy. He He's just got such a good feel for his guys. Um, I mean, I would say just to pump the brakes on him a little bit, I, I think at the end of that game, I was watching that back, and it just, the Clippers' execution wasn't, I think, where it probably should have been. Well, putting in Cousins put them at a significant disadvantage. Yeah. Cousins did not have a feel for the game, and they put him in, and he wasn't guarding the basket on the yeah he was on. playing it really poorly he i mean if you watch it he was like playing he was like facing he was facing jay crowder when he's facing he's facing jay crowder yeah, and half and his the body basket was, was onto the, over but half his right. body was positioned towards the three-point line right so i mean jay crowder great pass i had a, it's like me looking at this mini hoop right now he had a direct <laughs> angle just put it right up there so i mean you can blame that on boogie cousins but i mean Ty Lu, they probably should have gone over this possible situation because i mean they're not going to take a three there they're not going to take any sort of jumper they kind of knew what was happening mm-hmm. but their guys were still confused and maybe lou didn't know that you know that i mean everybody knew that play was coming there was i know but i'm eight, saying everybody knew it was coming everyone like, knew it was, it was coming indefensible that they didn't have better defense right. there but, but i think like you, you we were talking about this earlier and you said part of the confusion like part of the reason zubak kind of didn't want to touch the ball or anything was because he was afraid of goaltending so I, I, what i'm saying is i don't know if lou also thought it was goaltending if he just wasn't aware or if he was aware he just didn't communicate that to his guys because there was clearly confusion you saw Paul George thinking you know it was goaltending after the shot went in so I mean I don't know if that's either way I think either Lou needs to just figure out that rule or he needs to communicate it better to his guys so I think I mean just obviously great coach but that's a little thing there but I yeah Clippers have been great yeah, I agree. And I didn't want to take too much away from Phoenix there because Phoenix obviously played a great game one. But the Clippers have very significant reasons for losing those games. They were close in game one, and it was 
36 hours after they played game six against yeah. Utah, mm-hmm. and that was an emotional yeah. game. Yeah. And then game two, that really was anybody's game. And campaign, he scored 30 points, and Cam Johnson was six for six. And the Clippers are right there at the end, and nobody really had a great game for the Clippers. I felt like if they had taken that game, they were just in great, great position. I think the Suns are a really good team, but the Clippers are just an excellent basketball team in my mind. I really think that they can push Phoenix here, especially if they can tighten up this rotation like it looks like they did tonight. Like you said, um, they uh, in, in game two, everything that could have went right for the Suns did, and the Clippers weren't having themselves a great game, but like they were right there. They could have taken the game. and Should've. Um, should have taken the game. I almost feel like you're right with the with Lou, man. Like he he really does like feel out those first two games, and then hey, it's all about confidence. They did it against Dallas. They did it against Utah. I mean, for sure they think they can do it against Phoenix. Like they're they've done afraid. it. They've already done it two times. Why not a third? So they really like when you watch them. They look like a confident team. They're not scared of anybody. Um, I don't know what's on the Kawhi situation. My belief is I don't think he's come back at all. I just think there it's like a tactic thing that. Suns are going into every game thinking, hey, we might have to match up for Leonard. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, they're, they're looking great. If they get him back, they're in phenomenal shape. Yeah, I mean, Kawhi is probably the last guy to rush an injury. Ever, <laughs> ever, yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah ever. So. Like, he'll even, like, Kawhi would force his way out of a team. If, some would, so, say, some would, some would yeah. say he almost makes up an injury. Some would say <laughs> some that. Would it's say. not me saying that. Yeah, no. Some yeah. people would yeah. say that. So. Yeah. So he'll be pretty cautious. But, I mean, looking at Phoenix, I mean, or, or I guess at the Clippers again, as much as, like, I'm a bit of a sucker for, like, efficient shooting, and as good as Paul George has been, he hasn't really shot efficiently in either of the two games. So I think there's, you know, the the window, like, Phoenix, they're right there, and, and if they play their cards right, they sh- I think they should win the series, and I think they should do it well, pretty handily. I mean, the car, you know, the dominoes haven't really fallen recently for them because Booker's hurt, and now Campaign is hurt, who's a way bigger piece than... I think anybody was anticipating. I don't know if yeah. any of you guys are like campaign truthers before the season, but yeah. yeah. At this time, we don't know the severity of that injury, but right. we would assume it's something that's not going to heal overnight. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he was taken out of the game. He played four minutes today. And then Chris Paul just, you know, wasn't where he needed to be. He shot five of 19 for which is 26%. He was a minus 15. Just not, I mean, the, their main offensive output has been DeAndre Ayton. So like you were saying, he's just shooting the lights out. It's like, He's been unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's yeah, really yeah. good. So I don't know. I think, you know, if they can get more out of Chris Paul and maybe Devin Booker can. Well, it, it seems that the, the injury is really plaguing him. It looked that way tonight. Devin I think Booker? he started yeah. two of 12. And, I mean, the Clippers are playing pretty good defense on him, but I the mean, it's got to be, yeah, yeah. be a huge adjustment. Yeah. yeah. He's clearly uncomfortable. He's taking it off at every dead ball and everything. So I, I don't know. I, I think that. This is broken pretty well here for the Clippers, but Phoenix, Phoenix still has to, you know, Phoenix has the home court here. It's yeah. not, uh, not a dead series. I'm picking the Clippers, as you can tell. I'm an, I'm like a fanboy right now. I'm basically Steve Ballmer, but I'm <laughs> taking the Clippers in seven. Anybody else here changing their picks? I'm, I'll, uh, I'll go with Clippers in seven. Like they went, they've been down 0-2 freaking three times now. I think they're just gonna do it again. Come back. They're confident they can do it. So yeah. I think I had Suns in five. Mm-hmm. It's um, still possible. Not a little. It's still alive. It is alive. I might I might extend the games on that to maybe six. Okay. Just because That's respect. You know, if they had a healthy lineup, I would say yeah, just they're gonna win in five. But 
There's too many question marks right now yeah. for me. If you're keeping track at home, Owen has airballed all his picks so far. So <laughs> it's good that I'm on both <laughs> sides. I'm on the other way on both. I feel really good right As a now. recap, I did have – I had the Bucks losing in the first round. I had the Suns losing in the first round. Um so yeah, just not not. I'm on a pretty cold streak for yeah. For it's playoffs. been the summer of Alex, and it's not been the summer. Of <laughs> That's the picks recap. We talked a lot about the teams that advanced, and last episode we did the same, but not so much about the teams that were sent packing last week. So those would have been the Jazz, the Nets, and the Sixers. Mm-hmm. And I think we all think the Nets will be fine. Like yeah, pretty yeah, clearly they back. were the best team this year. If they even had one of the two guys, they had one and a half of the three stars. Yeah, yeah. And if they even had two, I think they would have rolled their way to the finals and yeah. won the whole thing. Yeah. So I think they'll be okay. They'll make some tweaks around the edges, but that's it. Those other two I want to talk a little more about, though. Which of those two, which would be Utah and the Sixers, who both, I think they're both the number one seeds, you would say that this was a disaster end to both of their seasons. Yeah. Which of them do you think has more work to do in order to be a true finals team? I'm I'm going to go with uh, Utah. Um, I You guys know I love Donovan Mitchell. I think he's a great player. But I just think, I don't believe in the surrounding cast for Mitchell as much as I do in the 76ers. I've kind of changed my mind about Ben Simmons. I think he, I think he could work some stuff out. I think he could fix that jumper. Um, I agree. I think, I think Philadelphia is just like a piece away. I don't think Utah's a piece away from, from really competing. I think they still have some work to do. Conley's, I don't know, man. Conley just. I think I they got to resign him too. I think I don't know what they're gonna do, but I, I, he doesn't see. He's not the same player he was. Um, he's always getting injured. We've already talked about Gobert. When it matters most, Gobert isn't always making the. You know, like offensively, he's, right? And we talked about how you need to impact the game offensively. And like I said, when the threes aren't falling, it's not great. Um, and they rely on Mitchell way too much. So, And I'm also starting to worry about Quinn Snyder as a coach because in the bubble, they were up 3-1. They lost to the Nuggets. They were up in this series too. And then they ended up losing four straight uh, against the Clippers. So something's got to change. I think they they don't have a lot of, like, margin to make themselves better or worse really the the only tradable assets they really have are like gobert and bogdanovich maybe but i i don't really know their avenues to get better like this was a dream scenario lakers went out uh you're up 2-0 against the clippers exactly goes out yeah exactly this was their dream scenario and it really didn't they didn't take advantage of it at all so i know mitchell's only 24 and he's only going to get better it seems but I really don't know. I don't know what they can do to make themselves that much better. Gobert uh, seems untradeable to me. Like he's he seems more untradeable to me than Simmons. If we're gonna talk about untradeable guys, you could make that argument. I think so. So, yeah. I, I think it, I think Utah's in a tough situation for sure. Backs against the wall. Owen, you could take the Sixers side here. You can take the Jazz side. The floor is all yours. I definitely think the Jazz are in a better situation. In my eyes, they're similar kind of to the Hawks. Obviously, with a few key differences. I think they've got a star point guard. I think Donovan Mitchell has proven that he's a legitimate star mm-hmm. um, and that he can win in the playoffs. I know things didn't really break uh, too well for him with you know, health and all that, but I think uh, obviously they have guys like Joe Ingles and Jordan Clarkson and Bogey and all, and even Royce O'Neal who are really productive. But I would agree with you guys. I think their biggest flaw right now is, uh, is Gobert because— They're it, one-dimensional. 
with with him on the with floor. him on the floor. Yeah, they, they can really only are. defend a certain way and they can only play offense a certain way. Yeah, he really he really puts him in a tough spot as far as especially Quinn Snyder as far as game planning because that when he's on the floor, they're not switchable. They're really limited offensively. Outside of yeah. catching lobs on the pick and roll, Gobert really doesn't have an offensive game. Even out of his size, he's not an especially excellent rebounder either compared to a lot of guys that play his position. Yeah, so. he's, getting, he's getting size rebounds. Yeah, yeah he's get, exactly. So I, I, I agree with Alex. I, I don't know. You know, I think it's a tough contract to move. And honestly, I obviously don't think they will. But I don't think that the team at its core is, is – I don't think it's a rotten core. I think – in the case of the 76ers, I, I think that team is uh, that team is not going to win a title as it stands right now. They would that's a fair be argument. what you call broken. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and I think in, in they have an advantage in the sense I think it is going to be easier to move Simmons to get somebody that can help. I think there's going to be like a bidding war from what yeah. I, like it, it's a good gamble to take. I know we were yeah. talking on Sunday. We were obviously all pretty low on him, but I'm it, super low on him still. The the more you come away from it though, the more you realize like. There's teams out there that are just like, we're not going anywhere. Let's roll the no, dice. There's going to be 12 teams, 10 to 12 yeah. teams that are going to say, hey, well, well, let's work something out here. Like, there's no reason not yeah, to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. There's uh, lots of teams I'll take a flyer on them. I, I, I disagree with Alex. I don't see any reason to believe that he'll develop a jumper somehow or that he'll develop any sort of scoring ability outside of dunks in transition. Um, but it is possible. I mean, if it's if he's going to do it, this will be the year. Exactly. Because yeah. he's... I mean, he's got to be going through it right now. So, anyways, just to, to to put a bow on it, I just I see that as a fundamentally flawed team. I don't think the pairing really works well, especially in the playoffs when the pace of play gets slow and, yeah. and you don't you have your sit your guard can't score the basketball. Yeah. So, I think both teams have work to do, but uh, I think uh, at this point the Jazz are closer to the championship than the Sixers are. And I also I'm not saying that the 76ers are in this way better position than than the Jazz. I'd just take them slightly over the Jazz cuz I mean, let's not kid ourselves Embiid knee Embiid's knee issues are a serious concern. Um yeah. and he's 27. He's older he's than you. He's 27. Think. He's getting up there with age. Like I said, in the next 5 years, I don't know how many healthy postseasons we're going to get from Embiid. Exactly. Um like Owen said, the Simmons betting that Simmons will develop a jumper is also a gamble. You got Harris on that big contract. Doc, I mean, I don't know. Doc's a doc. But yeah, the 76ers aren't in a great situation either. Yeah, I I, I think they're pretty neck and neck, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. It's not like yeah. one's much better than the other. Oh, yeah, I agree. At least Utah, if you take Utah to be better like Owen, you've got Mitchell who's 24, and you can just bet on him growing, and the team yeah. has laid out a pretty good track record of yeah. having a successful run organization. Philadelphia's shown... Really, no proof of yeah, having that. That's true. So I see them, like I said, I see them as like an Atlanta type. Where I mean, a bit more player development, they could pop. Now I kind of almost want to change my like. If I'm going to Go be ahead honest, and Owen's convinced me because, really, if you think about it, I think the Jazz really just need more shot creators, guys that can create their own shot. Conley can't really do that. Ingles, I mean, he's a three guy, but if you switch like, like if if they got like two Bogdanovich, if they brought like Bogdanovich from Atlanta, wow. So if you've got uh, two Bogdanoviches, double, like because Bogdanovich can create a shot. Like a t- guy like that that can create a shot. Just someone that can take the load off Mitchell because it's disgusting to see how much Mitchell has to carry for the Jazz in the yeah, playoffs. It's true. Like, And it hasn't been just this playoffs. It's been every playoffs they go to. So they need to bring a second guy. And then you know what? Then maybe Gobert doesn't seem so bad after all. Look yeah. at that. Owen just swayed you over. There you go. Yeah. What a moment. I'm still sticking with the Sixers, though. Mainly, I do that because I think Embiid is at 
A-level talent. I know he's in the prime, prime of his career right now. Yeah. But he's that A-level talent. They can get something back for Simmons. They'll be able to retool this thing. I still think Doc is a fine coach. I don't. Uh, I know he's had some chokes here, but I still think he's capable is what I'll use the word for. I'm not giving him praise and saying coach okay. of the year here. <laughs> but right. I think that their problems are a little more fixable. Like, you can get something for Ben if you want to. You can even, you know, if he shows the – ambition to improve then you keep them you hang on to them and i trust their decision makers there now too it's not like elton brand's still making the big decisions here yeah. not handing 160 to al horford <laughs> oh and 200 to tobias harris so <laughs> you know I, I i'm i'm gonna stick with the sixers i believe in you uh alex draft lottery oh tuesday man. night so it was alex's birthday yeah. and he said on sunday yeah that he was wishing for a raptor lottery victory you kind of got it yeah kind of got it i got it i said uh top four That'd be the best uh, birthday present. That's what I got. I got top four, watching it live with my brother. You were going down, you know, from, I think it started from 14. You get to 10, you get to nine, eight. And you're like, here we go. Here we go. Because before that, no one was moving up. And Mark Tatum pulls the card out and it's Golden Golden State. State. That's really good. So I was ecstatic. And from a Raptors perspective, I'm not really sure what I want us to do. Uh, but I, you know what? I'd be okay if we draft like Suggs or Jalen Green or if we even trade it for a really good player. I think it all kind of depends on what happens with Lowry. If we end up moving on from Lowry, then we should take that pick and make, make a selection. Um, but if Lowry stays, then I think it makes sense to even trade it because we're still getting some good Lowry years. I like that. I was going to ask you. You beat me right to it. Look at that. There you go. We always saw the Pistons come to number one, and I'm going to plant my flag right now. Oh, my gosh. There has been too much negativity about the Detroit Pistons. So, Detroit, I'm here for you. From here on out, I'm a Pistons number two number two team right now. I'm a Pistons man. DHgate, wow. I'm coming to you guys, and I'm getting a Pistons jersey. Paycheck Those hits. jerseys are horrible. They're nasty. They are unreal, man. Oh Go God. Pistons, oh, Detroit City. I'm repping the flag now. I'm loving the roster. You know what? We got some Leo. We're going to get Cade Cunningham. I'm saying we. Wow, like I was team, just going to we. I'm really I'm on the positivity train. So, Pistons, congrats on the number one pick. I'm happy for you guys. Too much negativity about you guys. So, you know what? Somebody has to be out there spewing the positive energy. It's going to be me. I'm the guy. I'm that guy. I, I, don't, I don't agree. Uh, I think the Pistons. I think the Pistons are crap. Still, I tried, guys. It's tried. okay. No, Phil, I agree, man. It's it's okay. You can have your, uh, you know, mate. I wouldn't be surprised if they do good. But just from my perspective, I think Dwayne Casey's a crap coach. Um, <laughs> from his time in Toronto, I, you know, we've had our differences, but um, he gets way too much hype. And uh, he's like a poor man, Doc Rivers. But we'll say that for another day. Wow, that is that's slander. Terrible. Um, I've I, I don't know. I haven't really seen much from Killian Hayes. I don't really know what that kid can do. Not kid much. Cunningham, not yeah, much. It's not not a lot. Owen's answered my question. No, no, no but Sadiq Bay. Sadiq Bay is nasty, it, and dude, Isaiah Stewart is nasty. If you're and, banking, and Jeremy future, Grant, he made Team USA. Jeremy Grant. We have an Olympian. Yeah. Look, Detroit City. Wow. Uh, Jeremy Grant. I think. He's, his value's a little overinflated there. Like, I have to be honest, he was taking like 40 shots a game. I think you put any guy in that situation, he'll average over 20. Uh, I don't know. I, I still don't think that that great of a young core, but hey, we'll see. I think Cade's a real difference maker, though. I think he's one of those guys that just the floor of your team is raised when he comes aboard. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan. This is going to bring some good energy back to the Pistons, and yeah. I'm all for that. You know what I will say is it's, it's nice to see somebody else up there. 
You know, it's, that's what it's, I'm saying. I'm not, I don't want to see the Cavs anymore. Timberwolves, like, get them yeah, out. Out, Timberwolves done. I, it's nice to see a fresh face. Like Sixers yeah, the, were up yeah. there for a while too. Like let the let the Pistons take a shot if they want. If they, you know, let let them see what they can do. Yeah, that's when it, even the teams, everybody who was left in the top four, I was okay with Toronto winning. I was okay with Houston winning. To be honest, Houston, I don't really want. No, I, I would have been want, okay though. Yeah, I didn't want them to win, but you know, yeah. and I was okay with the Pistons winning. I was not okay with the Cavaliers winning. No. The Cavaliers deserve nothing. No, yeah, yeah you're right. Um, should we touch on the Timberwolves? Just because wow. I don't like, I don't know who their GM is. I don't know if you boys know. It's Gerson Rosas, and that oh. that trade, I don't know what the trade that they lost their pick this year because they traded uh, Wiggins and the number one that they get, ended up yeah. trading this year, for which was seventh for D'Angelo. Russell. <laughs> so Cat could have a best friend. So yeah, yeah. so a guy who's won nothing. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm just curious. I'm asking you boys because I, I don't know what direction you go here. Like I don't know what you do. Yeah, don't get like, me started. What do you do? Well, they're about a year away from town saying, uh, I'd like to go to New York, please. And I would say, yeah, please go. And I I know you like towns. I've been out on towns for a couple years now. I just, he's guys never won anything. They had Jimmy Butler and they made an eight seed. So, I, you know, this guy can't do anything. I don't think it's all his fault, to be honest. With I don't you, think it is either. That team is a, has a long, long history of failure. I just... The amount of like young guys they have, like they, yeah. I don't know if they have anyone over like twenty five oh, year over year. How much like you? There's just way too much raw talent that it's just like it's too much, man. Like like you said, Russell. I, I'm actually a Russell guy, but you're right. Like they traded him, and he hasn't won anything. I'm not a Russell. They guy. basically traded for him because he's Cat's best friend. I think Cat's great too, but they have Anthony Edwards, and it's just too many young guys, and it's yeah, gonna be really no. difficult. Commit to Anthony Edwards. Cat can go if he wants to go to New York. Let him go to New York. Do whatever you have to do. But I wouldn't cater to him anymore. I would say, you know what? This is Edwards' team. Build around Edwards because either way, you have two prominent primary scorers and ball handlers. Yeah. So you're, it's going to come to a point where I mean, there's not enough. There's only one ball. You can't pat. You know, there's not enough to go around. And I, if I'm the GM of the Wolves, I'm not committing to Cat. Cat's had enough chances. He's had enough kicks at the can. I'm committing to the guy who has put up one of the best rookie seasons of any rookie last year. Yeah. Could have won rookie of the year. That's very fair. Yeah. I, I'd probably get rid of Russell though first if I could. I don't but think, I don't they think can. he can. His contract stinks. Yeah. They traded and they gave up the seventh pick and Wiggins to get him and Wiggins all of a sudden looks like, like a passable role player. Yeah. Like <laughs> all this you have to, like, wow. to be fair, he's paid thirty five <laughs> million. But, hey Owen, wouldn't you know it, Wiggins leaves Minnesota. We thought he was dead in the water and all of a sudden he's you know, Whoa, he's, let's pump the let's pump the brakes. I mean, he's, he's, with Steph Curry. And yeah. and Carl Ooh. Towns puts up stats and looks pretty good on the wolves i think if you get him out of there you're instantly better for he at least is instantly better yeah he's there's better. some toxic chemicals in look, that water no i agree it's not a great i mean all you have to you don't look no further than jimmy butler i mean jimmy butler will tell you all you need to know about the timberwolves that's a yeah. that he, story is just he went there for a year and said none of you guys have it yeah he, he hates said, them all he said you're not that guy yeah you're not, you're that, not guy. that guy yeah and he said it to about 20 people in yeah. the organization yeah <laughs> on his way out so to be fair i mean jimmy butler does he also does he's not known for sanity but, yeah and for going with the flow he's a bit of a whiny yeah. guy yeah. yeah he seems you know i'm he's glad he, his I'm way glad he found his franchise. soulmate over yeah. in uh miami there yeah <laughs> so that, that was the end of a wolf slander session yeah after. so we had to, i showed positivity to the pistons negativity to the t-wolves yeah. and get them out <laughs> wolves are horrible phil's made his choice about which shittier team he wants to be a fan of and it's the pistons detroit city baby let's rock <laughs> <laughs> quick rapid fire stuff here there was a couple coaching changes today we should probably touch those mm-hmm. 
Pacers. They're hiring Rick Carlisle. He was their coach from 2003 to 2007. Mm-hmm. I think this one kind of makes some sense. Yeah. It just seems like a fit. You guys see Indiana getting back to their usual sixth spot in the Eastern yeah. Conference yeah. next year with yeah. Rick. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Bjorkren, he was a Raptors guy. Uh, I was happy for him when he did get the job, but man, that was a disaster. They said he had like had locker room issues and everything. He's going to be on the uh, Team Canada bench this summer. Going to be on the Team Canada bench. Wow. Probably bringing so, him back. Yeah, we yeah. got to get some positivity Probably bringing him back. <laughs> and uh, and I think Carlisle's going to get those boys in shape. Uh, going to really make make the most out of it. Going to help them realize their potential because I think I think Indiana has a lot of potential still like i i think sabonis lavert brogdon yeah. like they have some real pieces that i think bjorkren couldn't figure out but carlisle will yeah and just quick i think uh i don't know man if milwaukee like i get it's great that they got to the eastern conference finals and everything but man if carlisle went to milwaukee because oh, right boonhoser would have got fired but whew, if, if carlisle went to milwaukee man i think milwaukee really would have been great and yeah they i'm not saying they missed out on a chance but what could have been yeah, I was literally thinking today, I was like, can you fire a coach in like the middle of a conference finals? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there was ever a time. Airdrop Carlo. <laughs> the Lou Lamorello. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I know. I think it's a good move. I agree. It, basically for the same reasons. I mean, they've got, it's not like he's going to like a team that's in a full rebuild, yeah. which I'm sure like it's been around the block. Like he doesn't, he's got enough cred in the NBA community to not be relegated to that. So. I don't know. I think he can bring out. They've got a lot of young talent. And I think he yeah. can help out yeah. a lot. Fire, fire, button. Just get the nasty as your coach. Just <laughs> yeah. jumping around, nasty. everything, getting his. Butt, yeah. Oh, and you just said you just said the Pacers signature right there. The Indiana Pacers. I don't know that that was. A, I don't know. Yeah, 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 I always forget about him. Tony asked me today. He's like, Rick Carlisle just like went to team. He's like, guess which one? I like went through a bunch of teams. Pacers never even crossed my mind. Yeah, they're they're a forgettable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other coaching decision today was uh, the Mavericks. They're taking on Jason Kidd. It sure seems like they said close to a deal, but I'm sure that'll yeah, come get to fruition. Done. He obviously played there, won a ring there. I don't know how I really feel about this one. This seems like he's a bit of a laid back guy. I didn't yeah. think he did a great job in Milwaukee or in Brooklyn, obviously. But we'll see what happens here. He's had a couple years as assistant. Maybe he'll be able to put it all together now. But can I just say we kind of called. Did we kind of call that? I feel like that's kind of what we were saying. Like yeah, a player remember. coach, like a yeah. Jay, like a Jason Kidd. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, that back, sentence might have been said. Wow. Not going to lie, though. A uh, little cringe here by the Mavs um, because in one day they brought back like half the team from 2011. They brought back uh, like Dirk Michael was, Finley. Dirk was advising the Cuban. They brought back Dirk and they brought back Jason Kidd. Just waiting for Jason Terry to become assistant. Yeah, Sean yeah. Marion. Sean Marion. JJ bring Brea. him back. JJ Barea. Bring them all back. Sean right. Stevenson. So yeah. Bills. I'm I'm with Phil here. I don't know how this is gonna work out. I feel like the I don't know. I feel like they're just gonna give Luca every right now to just make all the calls, call all the shots, and I mean, yeah. Jason. I guess they said Luca's like tight with him or whatever. But like you said, I don't think he did a fantastic job in Brooklyn or Milwaukee. So yeah, I'm selling my Maverick stock. Here I am. I'm yeah. selling. Yeah, I'm with you. I think it's a slippery slope. It's like if you're if you like let your kid kind of like bully you a little bit, your kid just like <laughs> give an inch, take a mile. You know what I mean? You dropped kid twice there, and you didn't refer to Jason kids. So yeah, hold no on. Pun intended. <laughs> oh, oh wait, he might get to the pun. Yeah, and so Jason kids the coach now. <laughs> oh, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. He went up for the dunk and he went at it nine and a half. Ben Simmons got to eh? nine and a half. Yeah, yeah, dude, I, I, my brain was in a pretzel. I was like, I didn't even. The pressure was on to get plan. the pun, and you yeah, couldn't I pull just, it off. That's I okay. It. That's okay. I was just gonna say, I think, um, I think like at this point, you've the message is clear. Like Luca's, this is Luca's yeah. team. Luca's at the helm. He's got the reins. It's a, a full on LeBron situation at twenty 
two or twenty three or whatever. It's a mess. This is why I'm getting yeah. out. I'm yeah. out. I'm Same out. here. I'm out. You see, you Cuban, and me were still Cuban on Xbox. actually said the words. I don't know the exact quote. It was something along the lines of, "If Luca were to ever leave the Mavs, and it was between Luca or my wife, get the papers ready." Like wow. that was basically what he said. Wow. So he's just giving him the reins. He's oh like, "You God. take over, man." <laughs> You might as well be the owner, too, at this Mark, point. Mark, that's a tough look, dude. It, it is for Mark. <laughs> Mark, man. A couple rapid-fire trade free agency rumors. It's getting to be that time, mm-hmm. the most wonderful time of the year. First one I saw late tonight, late across the wire on the flag <laughs> on the play. Cleveland is going to look at offers for Colin Sexton. Do you believe wow. that at all? Uh, I don't. I don't. The the, the Sexland t-shirts are like half of their probably their payroll just probably their profit for sure yeah nobody's buying tickets to that game (laughs) yeah 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 i don't know i think they they might they might trade him because from what i've heard he's just not the best guy in the locker room just from like it's not that he tries to not like it's just he just doesn't pass i wouldn't want to get along with him either he doesn't pass he he seems like a really weird guy i wouldn't want to always be around but hey uh they might yeah i don't know incredible talent i just i he's kind of like monte ellis to me yeah That's kind of what he reminds me of. Yeah, uh, They also, I mean, I don't know if Mobley doesn't fall to them and then they want to draft one of the guards of Suggs or Green, they might move him quickly out so they can get one of those guys. That would make some sense. So yeah. that makes sense I would, from that. I would definitely consider that if I were them. I mean, they've started rebuilding, what, like 25 times in their life? So yeah. might as well just do it again. What's the point? They also want to trade Jared Allen, so I'm like, okay. That makes like, no sense. Yeah, I don't know why, but all right. I got Lakers expected to pursue Carmelo Anthony in no duh news. This is just, you know, LeBron <laughs> said to oh. said to Rob Polinka, hey, take a look at this guy you've never heard of, Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> An aging veteran, friends with LeBron. Check, check. check. He'll that's be the only two that's the only duds. two qualifications you need. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I mean just print the jerseys right yeah. now. It, it's yeah. not even like it needs to be discussed. Exactly, exactly. Spencer Dinwiddie. I saw an interesting quote here. I usually tuck the quotes away into the NFL section. They said he's back to being full healthy. I like Spencer Dinwiddie. I think he's a good player. But his doctor was actually quoted here. When was the last time you saw a doctor get quoted, first of all? And he said, Spencer Dinwiddie, he's all healed up. He looks, feels, and moves like pre-injury Spencer Dinwiddie. What do you mean feels? (laughs) I didn't I understand this quote at all. <laughs> about the doctor speaking on like Spencer Dinwiddie's behalf. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, he feels I really like didn't need Spencer that Dinwiddie quote, before. Yeah, feels like him. I was like, what? Who is like calling? Why is the team doctor like? Is he like talking to the media? Like, is he reaching out, or is the media like calling up the team doctor? Like, I have no idea. These are the things I always wonder with these quotes. Is like, how does this interview get set up? I don't know. I just had to mention that one because I saw it and I had to do a triple take into that <laughs> comment. So oh, people are acting like Spencer Dinwiddie's like, like Damian Lillard. Yeah, I'm like, I think he's Kobe get Bryant. ready for he's gonna he might get the max. Like wow, <laughs> get a hey, get an interview with his doctor now. Yeah, get him on the phone. We need to see what he feels. Does like. he feel great? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Marvin Bagley. He's been oh, in the no. news lately. A lot oh, of slander God. for oh, Marvin Bagley. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know there's some clown. discontent in this room right now. He removed Sacramento King from his Instagram and, deal. and hey. Twitter bio. Hey. And he, Schroeder. he liked a tweet that said, we need to get Marvin Bagley out of Sacramento. You guys think he has anything yeah. left, or is this guy just a lost cause? It just send him to China now. I don't think he's got anything. Kwon Dog's like a nasty dude. Yeah, I'm buying my Kwon Dog suck right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's much left, to be honest. I mean, he's young, but he hasn't shown. He's like in the, I would put him in the same camp as like Mo Bamba, and Phil knows I love Mo Bamba. But yeah, it's just, I mean, you've played in the league for like 
what three is his third year he's shown nothing yeah so yeah. i agree he's, sh- he's shown nothing on a not very competitive sacramento team yeah um i also don't like him because he got his daddy involved you know that and his dad had to go out on twitter or whatever and say his son needs more minutes and so what did Walton do? This is all I really remember from the Sacramento Kings season is that Walton, in an absolute alpha move, when the Kings are getting blown out by 30, he puts all of the bench guys in and keeps Bagley in. Because he's like, here's your minutes, guy. All yeah, right. Yeah. Get Now's us your back. time to shine. Now's your freaking time That's to shine. Fire. He's playing with like Yogi Ferrell and That's I don't even know who, Jamius Ramsey. So, yeah, I don't like Bagley. Credit to Marvin Bagley. My dad calls him uh, bagel. So <laughs> Marvin Bagel. Yeah, Marvin Bagel. That's the numbers he's putting up. So. I love it. And lastly, well, actually, I'll throw this one in there. It's mostly just for me. I don't know why I wrote it down. Spurs, we keep getting linked to Kelly Oubre, so I'm going to have to be a part of Oubre Nation now. So, you know what, Kelly, if you're listening to this, we'd, I guess we'd love to have you, man. So, <laughs> welcome to the team. And uh, lastly, the Blazers have assured quote-unquote assured C.J. McCollum that he won't be getting traded. I don't buy that for one second. No, I don't either. Yeah, it seems like a lot of cap to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's it for the NBA hot yeah, stove. We, got, we we covered all the bases on <laughs> yes, that one. We did. Time to the usual Friday good stuff. Bozo of the week, genius of the week. We've been fluctuating between positivity and negativity. I've been mostly on the positive camp, so whoever wants to bat lead off here, give us what you got. Okay, so for my Bozo of the week... I'm gonna go to a. I'm gonna go to reach back in the history of the NBA. So, Scottie Pippen, one of the greatest NBA players of all time. Oh no! All-time great defender. Just played with uh, Michael Jordan, won a bunch of championships. So he's been watching the. Or been watching. He says he's been watching the playoffs this uh, year. Allegedly, yeah. you wouldn't apparently. know it by some of his takes. Apparently, yeah. And he was watching KD, and he was watching the Nets play that play the Bucks. And he had this to say about KD. He said, when you're leading the troops, you got to know how to lead and win. And KD, as great as his offense was, it turned out to be his worst enemy because he didn't know how to play team basketball when it came down to it. He kept trying to go punch to punch for punch. LeBron would have been better in that kind of situation because he used would have used his team to pick them apart. And then the next line says, for the series, Durant averaged 35 points, 10 rebounds, 5.4 assists on 50% shooting from the field. So, <clears throat> Kevin Durant, obviously, when he re- you know receives criticism, he's never would respond to it. But out of nowhere, he decided he's like, I'm going to respond to this one because that's very unlike Kevin. Super yeah, unlike. It's him. almost like he reads everything anybody ever says yeah. about him. He's yeah. listening right now. Yeah. yeah. He said, didn't the great Scottie Pippen refuse to go in the game for the last second shot because he was in his feelings? His coach drew up the- because he was in his feelings because his coach drew up the play for a better shooter. So absolute just shot to the jugular, just kill shot right there. Uh, I give credit to KD. He absolutely demolished Scottie Pippen. And I don't know. I think there was that photo of like um, KD wearing like the Tony Kukoc jersey. I don't know if you guys ever saw oh, that. I saw, I that. saw that, yeah. So I don't know. Scottie Pippen might have taken that like to heart and be like, wow, he's not my, like, wants to be Kukoc, not me. So To the full quote, I don't disagree with what he's saying. I don't fully agree with what he's saying, but I understand the point he's trying to make. I know I'm in the minority there. But if he's saying that LeBron James would have been better with a team of players that aren't very good, how can you say he's wrong? LeBron did that a lot of his career. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I would agree. I would agree with that. But I mean, like the stats say, for most of the shots that Kevin Durant took, he, you know, the best option was for him to shoot the ball. There wasn't a better play to be made. I think. Well, I don't know. I don't agree because, like, what. 
like even if LeBron was there, like what are you gonna get Joe Harris involved who was shooting terribly? Yeah, they didn't have Kyrie. I just don't. I don't agree with his point because what else was he supposed to do in that situation? Like I, I don't like, think he's the, like blaming him for the loss. I don't think he's like KD's a bad player. No, but he's not saying well, dude. He's I saying the, his his the, offense was his greatest weakness. If if he didn't have any offense, Nets would have got swept. Yeah. But he's saying, but he's saying though that it's not his fault that they lost. But in that situation, LeBron would have been more well suited to be on the Nets. And I hold on. Was the question him more. comparing like was the question like LeBron compared to KD? They said has they, the full question was has KD surpassed LeBron or something like that? I think. Yeah, I I, I couldn't disagree more. I think LeBron, you know, if this if the team had shooters that were a bit more capable and play and players around KD that were a bit more capable, I'd be like, yeah, if you plug and play, you put Kate, you put. LeBron in there, maybe he's able to distribute the ball better and, and figure it out. But, I mean, we saw that even when those guys get, did get their shots and their chances, they didn't really do much with them. So, I mean, KD, I, I just I understand the point, but I don't think it's correct. I couldn't disagree with him more. I think KD took the shots he needed to take, and, I mean, he shot efficiently. He put the team on his back, and he drew, drew the you know the series out a lot longer than I think it otherwise would have been. So agree to disagree. We'll, ne- okay. we'll never we'll meet never, the same yeah, here. Exactly. So yeah. you can go to genius. Fair enough. So yeah, that was my that was my bows of the week was just Pippin. And then for my genius of the week, so I'm a big boxing fan. And uh, for for those who are listening who are also big boxing fans, you'll know that the two greatest heavyweights in the world are Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. They've already fought twice. First one was a draw. Second one, Tyson Fury won by knockout. And they've got a big third fight coming up. Uh, I think it's like July 25th, July 20-something, right? It's next, sometime next month. And so they had a big press just about a week ago, so a little late on this one. but um, So they were sitting at the podium, and so Deontay Wilder wasn't talking. Like Tyson Fury was sitting on one side. He was like, talking with the reporters. And then the reporters would like, ask Deontay Wilder a question. He just wouldn't answer. And then... <laughs> That's a boxing move. <laughs> yeah. You don't see that anywhere Just else. sitting there, he just wasn't <laughs> talking. And then they... You know, they were, like, asking his manager, his promoter, like, why isn't he talking? He's like, oh, like, I don't know. Like, he's doesn't feel like talking right now. And meanwhile, he's just sitting there. And so then Tyson Fury goes, and he says, since he's, like, talking his, like, British accent oh, yeah. or whatever, oh, right? Yeah. Super he's a Gypsy King. funny guy. Gypsy King. Yeah, shout out Gypsy King. Um, and he goes, if Deontay Wilder doesn't want to talk, I'll pretend to be Deontay Wilder, and I'll do the interview oh. for him. So he does a little back and forth where he, like, wow. they ask a question, like, Deontay Wilder, what do you think about this? And then Tyson Fury will like pretend to be Deontay Wilder. Wow, Wilder so, locked. Yeah, if it was I, rough. The minute but... I hit stop recording on this podcast, I am running to see this video. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so it was, uh, I mean, just a great, I thought it was a great moment. I mean, Tyson Fury made himself just way more likable. And I think he came out of that looking just like, you know, he looked confident, he looked calm, he looked ready to go. And I am all in on Tyson Fury winning the rematch, so... I'm looking forward to this now. Yeah, it'll be a good fight. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I love it. I can do some here. My Bozo of the Week is J.R. Smith. Now, J.R. Smith, he's kind of been out of the headlines here, but he was on the show Wake Up Basketball with Los Polos TV. <laughs> oh, I watch to, that all the time. Shout out so to good. Los Polos TV. Absolute beast. But J.R. Smith was talking about his coffee order, and he said, quote, depending on how I'm feeling, I usually order a large coffee with, get this, Eight creams and eight sugars. <laughs> just threw up in my mouth a little bit. I'm a coffee guy. I this is just beyond me. Wait, this you're isn't telling coffee. Me, this you're telling me coffee. you don't drink Coca Cola in the morning? I don't for drink your caffeine Coca-Cola fix? in the morning. But this man he he said it. I order an eight and eight. 
And they said, eight coffees, eight sugar? He goes, yeah. But then he said, sometimes I go six and six. So, you know, he's got to keep it healthy. Yeah. Uh, this was also in the news in 2017. I must have missed this completely because I did a little Google, you know, got to stay prepared. Right. But this was just outlandish. Eight and eight? I mean, he's, he's dropping his averages in this wow. coffee. Yeah. Uh, can I just add, I've had a, as a former Starbucks barista, uh, I've had an eight and eight order before. Um, this wow. girl comes through and she's like, can I get, I don't know, it was some kind of mocha. And she was like, can I get eight pumps white chocolate, eight pumps mocha? Oh. Wow. And now I'm like, wow, that's a lot of sugar. And I thought she was done with her order. And then she ordered like two cake puffs. I'm like, that's, <laughs> I got to call the police. This is too much. This is disheartening at night yeah. in the morning. Yeah. 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 I bet you th- that was probably why J.R. Smith like didn't like took the rebound out. So he's having like heart palpitations. He's yeah. like, I need to see God, run the other way. No, no. Oh, wrong way. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's always throwing his soup. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like he's off the shits, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's no. He just pulls at like twenty four seconds on the shot clock, dude. He's just like trying to get it done with. He's like, yeah. can't wait. I gotta pull up right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. My genius of the week. That'd be Conan O'Brien. He's ending his late yeah. night show ah, yes, after yeah. twenty eight years. I'm a big fan. Gave me some great laughs over the years. Mm-hmm. I know he's not retiring. I know he's going to do some at HBO Max. But, you know, a little tribute to one of the kings out there. Congratulations on a great run. Mm -hmm. We'll be watching your show. We're all fans here. So congratulations, Genius of the Week. It's a Lifetime Achievement Award this week. Didn't he, like, smoke a joint on his last show, too, or something like that? Second last one, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think his last one's happening right now. It's a power move. Big power move. Just just let it burn behind you. In the stew, too. It's just unbelievable. Legendary stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of already uh, talked about my Genius of the Week. Um, just, yeah, the NFL letting, uh, retro helmets back. It was obviously a no brainer, but super raw move. Goodell's back, man. Um, whether it's the leather chair, whether it's the retro helmets, letting fun celebrations back. NFL is definitely a genius. It's going to be fun to see that in action. 2022 bonehead, bonehead of the week, uh, your boy, Alex. So I think it was over the weekend, you know, I woke up and, um, I'm also a blue Jays fan. So, you know, I saw some early stuff, you know, Shapiro and uh, Atkins are, you know, they're looking to make some big moves here and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I read that in the morning and, you know, whatever, put my phone away and stuff. And then I got another notification that says the Blue Jays acquire. And uh, I saw right-handed pitcher and I saw Jacob and I saw Mets. And for wow. split second there, <laughs> a freaking <laughs> split second there, I thought. The whole team. Not going to name the name, but you guys know who I thought we got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I uh, and yeah, I was like, "You're a dumbass. That never would have happened." But I, for a split second, I really <laughs> thought we Blue got Blue Jays trade Guerrero, Bichette, yeah, Stripling, and half of Toronto, Simeon, yeah, Ryu. CN Tower, and <laughs> CN Tower, yeah, it's the whole so, stadium to the to the Mets. So I thought for a sec, your boy, but little bonehead of me there, but that's okay. Uh, like to be honest, so yeah. yeah. Respect, that's yeah, that's yeah. it. Way to take accountability with that one. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. No conclusive evidence to send us home here. Of course, we'll be back on Monday, but, you know, a little good stuff to send you in your weekend. It's a take that we've been sitting on for the last couple of days, but limited evidence to back it up. I'll take lead off here. Who's winning in hockey right now? It's the Montreal Canadiens, right? Yeah. Who's the other team that's winning? The Islanders. The Islanders. It's the Islanders. Yeah. Right? So what do those two teams have in common? They're both. They roll four lines, baby. Okay, yeah, true. Both supposed to be worse than they are. Okay, sure. I was thinking more that they've got iconic sweaters, fellas. Oh, they have yes. timeless sweaters. Who else has timeless sweaters out there? The Leafs. Leafs have a great sweater. 
The Flames. Ooh, flames. flames. Sure. Flames yeah. with the Golden Knights. Wow. Yeah. Okay, timeless. The They've been around for a while. I was Kraken. thinking maybe yeah. the, the Rangers. I was thinking the Rangers. Okay, the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks. Red okay, Wings. The Red Wings. You can put them in there. Bruins. The Bruins. Oh. Bruins. Yeah, the Bruins. Oh. Good <laughs> stuff. The Edmonton Oilers also have a Ooh. timeless, iconic sweater. Hmm. It's blue with orange shoulders. They won five Stanley Cups in it, and they refused to wear it for reasons. Thank you. Way over my head. This is one of the dumbest things ever. They have a perfect uniform. They actually have a perfect set of uniforms. Blue with orange shoulders on the road, white with blue shoulders, orange or the navy one, whatever you want, maybe five to eight times a year. No, 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 let's just wear the navy 41 times. This is one of the dumbest things ever. Just wear your classic jersey. That's all I'm asking for. OEG, if you're listening, that's all I want from you. There's my take. Couldn't agree more. They're always changing their jerseys, though. Well, yeah, but... They've got a classic one. Let's not change them anymore. Wait, what, do you think they're going to win the Stanley Cup by changing their jerseys all the time? Well, I didn't oh say that. I didn't God. say that, but you know what? I'm nodding my head. So that's my no conclusive evidence for this week. I like that. Don't like get that. my dander up again, OEG. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little double dip in this week. So that's okay. Yeah, I got two that I've been one that I was sitting on, and then one that I was kind of. It came to me. It's like a, almost like just a moment of clarity, of inspiration, you could say. I love that. Yeah. So my first one is, I don't know. I, I know uh, for all the listeners, that long-time listeners who've been following at home, you guys know this is a movie podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone knows we love movies. It's um, true. It is true. And there's a movie called Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo DiCaprio, right? And there's this scene where Leo DiCaprio, he uh, his character's name is William Abagnale in the movie, right? And there's this scene where he's like at a high school and he's like looks a bit older. I think he might be a bit older. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Spoilers if you haven't seen this 20 year old movie by now. Yeah. But, you know. Probably older than that, to be oh, honest. Like 30 year old. Yeah. yeah. But he walks into this classroom, right? And he's just like, everyone thinks he's the teacher. And so he just starts teaching. Do you guys kind of remember that? Alex, you probably remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so he pretends to be a teacher. He's just loving it. He's like faking it, right? So I think, hear me out here. I think Mike Boonholzer. I think he probably showed up to, he went to the gym. He's like trying to get some shots up, right? He's just like a basketball fan, right? He's just whatever yeah, college. He's, guy. he's going college. to the Y. Yeah. yeah. He's going to, he's going to, yeah. He's just like the gym's closed. Like maybe get a couple shots in. I think the coach maybe hadn't shown up yet or maybe they were like waiting for him. Yeah. First day. Yeah. First day. And the players are like, oh, this guy must be our new coach. And I think that's how he got started. I just don't, I don't think this guy knows anything about basketball. Yeah. I think he likes to play basketball. He probably like to play it, right? He gets yeah, shots he's, up. He's got a good bank shot. Yeah, he's got a powerful <laughs> bank shot. Yeah, really. Great yeah. drop step. Yeah. Oh, he could slice it on the yeah. baseline. But uh, but yeah, Big I, elbows guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got awesome. But yeah, I think I I think that I have obviously no evidence to support this, but I think that's how he got his career. He walked in, people were like, "Yeah, this guy looks like the coach. He's got some crazy coach eyes." And he just wrote it to Coach of the Year, and now he's coaching the, in the Eastern Conference Finals. So that's what happened. I'm sticking to it. I like that. Yeah. Now's your double dip. Get then, back in this there. This is my double dip. So, f- like we were saying at the start of the pod today, we watched uh, tonight. We watched the uh, the Suns and Clippers game three. We did. And like we were saying, um, campaign got hurt. Chris Paul was back, and I mean, just wasn't the same team. Hate to say it, wasn't the same team. I'm going to be the first to plant my flag on team campaign. I think Cameron Payne is more valuable to the Phoenix Suns than Christopher Paul. 
Look at that. Yeah. You've been you've been waiting on that one for a while. You've been yeah. peeing around the bush and now you're just going right out. Yeah, I think I know we've been dancing around it, but I just think the results just speak for themselves. The team is better with campaign. Chris Paul is not he's not he's just not as valuable. And that's just what it is. New slogan, so. campaign for campaign. You know the wow, other night like game that. two, I think it was, Mark Jackson, you know how he likes to talk going into the break? Yeah. And I'll do it in my best Mark Jackson. Phoenix. They've got it going. That's a winning campaign. <laughs> That's I was I was cringing, bro. That was a two That's out of fire. ten. For That's me. a bar. I kind of like it. Yeah. Well, he'd be great for like truck commercials or like oh, he'd yeah. be McDonald's unreal. cheeseburger commercials. Yeah. So I, I think can, that I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if he just that's his next career move. Maybe like an Arby's. You know where they go? Like we got yeah. the meat. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Arby's. We got the meat. <laughs> that's that's <Yeah>. fire. That's <laughs> fire. I've I've perfected a Mark Jackson. <laughs> yeah. So um. Uh, for my uh, no conclusive evidence, I had Scotty Pippen to start, gonna pivot, and I also had Campaign to start, gonna pivot again. Wow, you're really on your feet. So today. I'm really on my feet, <laughs> and you I'm got really... the NFL unis taken. From and the me. NFL unis taken from me too. So I'm in uncharted territory here. Boys made me sweat, but I love it. God always uh, make me prepared. And over the weekend, um, Rihanna was refused entry. <laughs> I saw you like. I almost it. made I almost made an inconclusive evidence about Rihanna. So, yeah, so it's there just you go. a sign from God I'm going Sign. again after you. I'm double dipping too. <laughs> I'm going to let Phil double dip here. I'll basically just intro it. You can have it. But yeah, she uh, got refused entry by the bouncer because he just she didn't bring her freaking ID. She was going to this club and he refused. So what a like my God, you just lost that company or that bar or whatever club. So much money. She could have Instagram tagged you guys. Someone yep. could have been like, yo, Rihanna's at the club. Everyone would have came, would have been a popping party. But because you're a bonehead, you don't keep up with culture, media. I, I don't even think it's media. Rihanna literally, she goes by one name. She's Rihanna. How do you not know Rihanna, dude? She probably, like, I don't get it. She's wearing a kind of a funky hat, but that's still no excuse to, to throw you off, man. It's Rihanna. She probably She showed up with probably full security detail, too. It's like... What 17-year-old or whatever, 20-year-old is showing up Worst like part about this is that he thought he'd lose his job if he let someone in that didn't show the, show them his, her, her ID. And then he, it's, it's and a crippling twist of fate. It's a crippling <laughs> twist of fate. He is probably, uh, he doesn't have a job right now. Bit by your own snake. Bit by your own so snake. Bush so. League move, man. man Bush wow. League move. Unbelievable. Wow. I mean, come on, man. Too eager. He Probably first day on the job, he's like trying to do it out. Oh, know, oh, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like, by the book. Yeah. 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 And Rihanna comes in and he's just, nope. Yeah. Nope. Can't do yeah. it. Yeah. Can't, no, do, can't it. do it. Hardo. No exceptions. Wow, what a hardo. Yeah. Maybe he was like just distracted and he was like, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> he's like, get out of my face. No. Yeah. yeah. He's like, hey, I'm talking to someone else here. Can yeah. you wait yeah. your turn, please? Ma'am. Talking. He's like, you can yeah. leave. Yeah. You can leave. Yeah. yeah. My double dip. I'm going back in. I'm doing do it. it. Do I'm it. Going back off the diving board. Rihanna. I saw she was in the news as well because she removed a matching tattoo that she had with another artist. His name's Drake. Uh, apparently, they both had shark tattoos because they went to the Ripley's Aquarium in Toronto. First of all, oh, no. that is the most Drake move of all time. <laughs> ha ha. Let's get a shark tattoo yeah, together. Yeah. That is just beyond me. Don't know why you do that. But hey, I mean, not me and I don't have a billion dollars like him. Second one here. Drake is for sure. This is the real take. Drake is for sure making a bar about a shark tattoo oh. on the next album. Yes. Oh, that's yeah, that's 100%. 
um, he might just release like a twenty song album about the shark, just called Shark, Shark, where he's pissed because Drake gets pissed about the most little things. You know what? He even gets mad at things that aren't even intended for him. Like one rapper will be dissing the other rapper. And Drake will somehow turn it into it was intended for him where it's like, dude, no one was talking about you. Like, just chill out. He is a king <laughs> of making things about himself. Yeah. It really inspirational. Well, I would say, 24/7. I mean, the king is probably the king of that. Shout out LeBron. But he's he's up there. Oh, yeah. yeah. No well, that's why they're best today. friends. No brainer. Yeah. They're best friends. Yeah. So. They just The conversation is just like, everyone's just trying to bring the conversation back yeah. to themselves. Oh, yeah. Exactly. They're in the same room. Yeah. Drake's like, so here's what I did today. LeBron like cuts him off halfway. He's like, at 10 o'clock, I did this. <laughs> and then like Maverick Carter starts like, oh, you LeBron, you're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Brady's over there. He's like trying to tell his story about how he signed. Nobody's listening to him. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody's listening to you, Tom. Sorry. Yeah. Kid Cuddy's there. He's just chilling. Yeah. He's yeah. Chilling. Look at that. Full circle. We're back to the NFL update by the yeah. end of it. Wow. Exactly. What a show. 10 out of 10. We did it again. You did. Classic. Unbelievable. In the history books, we'll be back again on Monday. Lots of stuff going on at the Flag Podcast, TikTok. I mentioned it a couple times. I'm going to mention it again. You need to get on there. We've blown up two times in a row now. Yeah, we're on a hot streak. Don't wait to see what we do a third time. They say, oh, man. Fool me once. Oh, man. You know? That second last TikTok caught a second win, too, so. Yeah, up stuff. like another what, yeah. 65,000? Yeah. That one's at like 40,000. Exactly. Love to see that. We got clips up there. We got a whole bunch of stuff so big things coming we're gonna keep pumping these episodes out all summer loving the nba playoffs loving yeah. the feedback send us a message again we're friendly we'll reach out we'll talk to yeah. you so if you love the show let us know we'll be back again on monday enjoy your weekend canada day coming up next yes, week sir. we're gonna have a canada day special i haven't told you boys yet but wow it's coming wow. so Let's big go. teaser for you guys <laughs> big teaser for the fans enjoy your weekend we'll talk to you again on monday